So when you're going through the either the recruitment or the interview process, you will either get branded from the recruiter's perspective or you'll create your own brand. What is good, everybody? Michael Zakond here, founder and creator of Our Future, the business podcast for young people. And I'm hyped to be bringing you another episode of Our Future Careers, where students who have landed their dream jobs share the tips, tricks, and strategies so you can do the same and go out and conquer the world of business. I'm joined by AJ Eckstein. He is a graduate of the University of Southern California's Marshall School of Business. AJ has interned at Disney in their Business Leader Rotational Program. He has an offer at Accenture. He's even started a career coaching company now. And I'm really hyped to have him join me. So AJ, really love what you're doing. And the first question for me is, when did you kind of get your first taste of, of the business world? When did you know this was a universe, a world that you wanted to go after? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say from the earliest days, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, my early days spent just learning from my uh, my mother. She was uh, both first generation college student, uh, emigrated from Mexico City, and she had a jewelry company. So you know, earlier in the days, I didn't know exactly what I was was looking at and seeing, but I was seeing a thriving business. And I think from an early on uh, stage, I've always had that sales and entrepreneurship mentality. So I think when I got to college, I didn't really have that idea of what I wanted to sell, but I really wanted to give back with a mentality of starting something. So I actually started the Latino Business Student Association of the LBSA at USC, and I really treated it like a startup, right? So we had an executive board. We had a mission to help more underrepresented students, first generation and transfer students get into the workforce. And we actually scaled it from about zero members to over 150 members. We had corporate sponsors as kind of my sales mentality. We didn't just reach out to a small company. We got Boston Consulting Group to be our first corporate sponsor. And we had thousands of dollars in sponsorship money. But the biggest thing was that I really enjoyed giving back and a ton of our members really receive those uh, internships and full-time jobs. That's awesome, man. I mean, entrepreneurship, you can look at it in so many different ways. After, so in your junior summer at USC, you interned at Disney, right? One of the coolest companies ever. You were at USC, like you're in Los Angeles. Obviously, Disney is this presence, right? The, Disney is 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 very much in, in, in embedded in the cultural fabric of Los Angeles, uh, how did you how did you go about trying to secure this opportunity? To be honest with you, I was in the business school, but I had zero clue what I wanted to do. Right. Everyone was throwing around these big words, these buzzwords like banking, consulting, accounting. I, I just had no idea. I was a transfer student, did not have much guidance. And I thought of a you know, if I can get into a program that enabled me to see a lot in a short amount of time. So I stumbled upon what's called the blurp or the business leader rotation program internship at Disney. And I thought I'd be an ideal candidate given my kind of leadership um, responsibilities at the LBSA. And throughout this process, of course, you know, starting with networking and meeting some of the past interns and kind of learning some, some success stories from there, the whole interview and the interview process was built on leadership. And I think it was such an important part, kind of my experience, because you get away from the GPA, you get away from the school, right? It's, it's really important about why are you going to be a leader at the company? What storytelling act you're going to have. Exactly. So I assume that you went into those interviews with saying, I started this club from nothing. I built this club for people in my community. It scaled so much, uh, you know, that really embodies the characteristics of leadership. You know, one thing, a common theme that students have advanced in this career series has been having that unique story. So how did you craft and, and mold your story 
um, in the interviews that you've kind of been involved with? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's really funny because when I was applying to organizations at USC, a lot of them are very competitive and, you know, I'm proud to say that I got rejected from a bunch of them. Why? Because same at Michigan. They, exactly. Right. And, and why? Because they're looking for a student with a 4.0, a student who looks so ideal on paper. And from the start, I wasn't that person, right? A transfer student's not as attractive to be a member. So I said, you know what? I'm not going to really care. I'm going to start my own thing. And then instead of being a member at these, you know, quote unquote, prestigious organizations, I'm going to be a leader of my own. And if you think about on campus, right, how many organizations are there? There's probably a lot. But of the larger organizations, especially I was in the business school, so there's not that many in the business school. How many presidents are there, especially presidents, presidents with uh, triple digit members and then corporate sponsors and really just creating a seismic change on campus and, and really having both professors, students talk about it. So I would say that was the biggest talking point during my interview and showing that this is not just kind of a one uh, time thing, but this is something I, I, that's who I am. And I want to carry that to whatever company I, you know, am able to. Exactly. To work out for internship. Right. Carrying that entrepreneurial spirit, you know, that builder's attitude to a larger company is certainly mm-hmm. a story that resonates with them. Right. I mean, they want entrepreneurs, they want movers and shakers, they want people who take initiative and who go after opportunities. So your next opportunity is with Accenture uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and strategy consulting. That's super exciting, dude. I mean, consulting, there's a huge kind of uh, idea of what it's like to recruit into consulting. You know, thousands and thousands of students do it every year. It can be quite daunting. Uh, what was kind of the first thing you did to get that momentum to getting towards that that goal of Accenture and like what resources did you find uh, really helpful to land that opportunity? Yeah, so I would say, um, you know, consulting is very unique in that you don't have to have a junior summer internship to just return full time. I would say the biggest, you know, part of the funnel essentially is to actually get in senior year for the full time job because there are more opportunities and positions than their internship opportunities. So I think it's very important if you can to have a very large uh, company name. So Disney, you know, definitely helped. What I would say, you know, I can only say good things about the Disney program, but for me specifically, I just felt like I wanted to help other businesses, not just one company like Disney, which is kind of what drove me to consulting. But to answer your kind of initial question of kind of what resources I did uh, or I used to kind of break into consulting, you know, I think everyone starts with diving onto YouTube, looking at, you know, different YouTube channels, listening to podcasts like Our Future and kind of hearing from from people, you know, like myself and, and other past um, or people going into consulting. And then I would say just doubling down on, on case interviews. I think a lot of people think that case interviews are something you can just walk in and kind of cold turkey, but it takes no. practice. Um, and the last thing is that people, a lot of, I mean, I thought this, that you're almost guaranteed an interview, but in reality, you have to network effectively and build organic relationships to even get the opportunity to, to interview. And I, I know some, yeah. I call horror stories, of some of my friends who prepped the entire summer for case interviews, they were experts, but they didn't spend enough time on the networking side and didn't get the so you interview. Need both, you need both pieces of that puzzle. Exactly. And I think you gained a lot of those connections. You said BCG was your first sponsor for your club that you started at mm-hmm. USC. So just by doing something else, whether it's hosting a podcast like me or starting a student org, you can make connections that can get you towards that future career goal you have. So I think that's another huge takeaway from this interview in that you can do other things that enable you to meet these people but also there's rocket reach which is a great resource and obviously linkedin you get five free messages you can get a month's long uh, linkedin premium for free uh if you're a young person looking to make connections at you know companies in which you do not know anybody at so 
uh, impressive how you got into Accenture. But then, I mean, you ha- you've had this Accenture offer and this summer you started the career coaching company. Definitely mm-hmm. speaks to your entrepreneurial background and kind of embodies everything uh, this podcast stands for in terms of helping young people learn about different opportunities and get access to resources. So tell me about why you started this company and what you do. Once I graduated, I had my my job offer from Accenture. I was planning to really just go on a, a very long grad trip and just backpack Southeast Asia, kind of go on cruise control until, you know, um, the grind really starts for consulting, with, you know, the travel, the hours, et cetera. Um, but obviously, as I'm sure you've heard, and some, a very popular interview question is how do you deal with ambiguity and change? And the pandemic hit. You know, I'm not the only one who is impacted by this. And I, I know that there are people who have you know, worse conditions than me. So how do I help during this kind of free time, especially given that my job offer, thankfully it's still there, but it was pushed back to 2021. So that's when the idea of the career coaching company came to mind. So at USC, I always had friends and and just other fellow students, both in the business school and non-business school, reaching out to me for career advice on interview prep, resume stuff, LinkedIn, et cetera. And I thought that'd be a great way to kind of start. So my MVP, right, or my minimal viable product was just myself and just seeing if I can really scale it. And it got to the point where I was literally doing over 100 plus hours in a few months and I just couldn't, you know, handle um, this crazy capacity because there was such a need. So I said, that's the idea. Um, The idea was fulfilled. Let's actually bring on coaches. So I reached out to some of both my fellow colleagues as well as my friends from other schools. Uh, And we have coaches from top companies uh, from other schools um, in different types of industries like consulting, banking, accounting, et cetera. And I think looking back, it would have been so much more helpful if I had a career coach who was able to essentially hold my hand and guide me through the process, not in terms of what you can find online, but from their own experience, right? right? How you're really able to to land these offers. And that's kind of why we did the career coaching company. Right. And they have great networks. They can introduce you. They have that networking element of actually knowing mm-hmm. someone who's done this and who is either at those firms or has been there, but yeah. also those, those practical resources they can tell you about and just having conversations about with them about what consulting is, like what terms, like what are the buzzwords, you know, mm-hmm. what are the, uh, what is the lingo, just getting people familiar with it. So Definitely an amazing resource to have, especially for students who don't go to target schools. Because for me at Michigan Ross, I I can reach out to people uh, through our career site who have interned at these companies and set up coffee chats with them. Um, But especially coming from a non-target school, like it's it's, uh, an amazing resource you're assembling on a company too. And I know people can find you at thecareercoachingcompany.com. Is that your domain? You you get the full- Yeah, so it's just careercoachingcompany.com. And I think- Asking Dude, how'd you time. get that? How'd you get that domain name? Uh, honestly, I don't know if it was just you know dumb luck or someone ever just pounced on the opportunity, but it was there. Uh, we got it. Definitely helps with with SEO for the website. And yeah. you know when people are just looking up for a career coach, we we pop up. But I, I really like what you're doing. I can't relate enough. And when COVID hit, how can I pivot? How can I create? How can I help? Mm-hmm. You know, in my case, got involved with a company that connects students with startup internships which I still advise and also connecting students to internships on my podcast. So what's your piece of career advice to any student who wants to differentiate themselves in the job market and, you know, get some great opportunities? Yeah, it's a great question. And I would say this is not just for consulting, but anyone who wants to land an internship or job is to be different and to craft your unique story. So when you're going through the, either the recruitment or the interview process, you will either get branded from the recruiter's perspective, or you'll create your own brand. 
And I think it's really important to start doing it early. So whether you're a high school student or maybe you're a freshman or even a senior right in school, you want to start building your story. And that is with differentiating yourself amongst a sea of students, right? So let's say, I mean, I know you want, or you still go to Michigan, right? So there's obviously a ton of students going to Michigan. So when you're applying and you're competing with your fellow classmates, you're just Michigan students, but how are you going to different yourself, differentiate yourself from the pack in terms of starting your own podcast, like our future, right? Or starting your own company or being a president of an organization. And that is such an easier narrative that, that recruiters want to hear versus, oh, I'm a member of a consulting club or, oh, right. you know, I'm a listener of the pod. No, no one wants to hear a listener be a part of their company. They want the founder. They want the host. They want the creator. People who have, who have gone after and proved themselves as natural leaders and change makers and popular individuals who can rally the troops. That's what they want. Exactly. And again, I'm not saying that everyone has to be the number one as in like the president or the CEO, but I, I would, you know, encourage you and challenge you to be on the board at least. Be more than a member because a member for the most part just shows up, but someone on the board has an impact and kind of oversees all of the general members. So I really do encourage students to really get involved and think of your story. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. AJ Eckstein. He is an incoming strategy intern at Accenture and the founder of the Career Coaching Company, sharing some fantastic advice and insights on this podcast today. And I do have one request of you guys before we part ways. If you could leave a review for our future on Apple Podcasts, if you have an iPhone, it would mean the world and allow this podcast to scale faster and begin delivering advice to more students every single day. Thank you for listening. And as always, stay frosty.